0: Big Lezzers League. Hello and welcome back to Big les's League. The 1st of February, the start of a new month, the start of a new year. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Officially, the first podcast technically the first podcast of the year. I know I did one at the start of January before I went away, but for me, this is the start of a new year, the start of a new season, the 2023 season. I cannot wait for what this season has in store for us. Uh, let's talk about some of the updates that have happened while I was away. Now, the first one, the big one, the major one for me has to be Stephen Crichton signing with the Bulldogs on a $3.3 million four-year contract. If you do the math there, it's about 870K, around about that mark, per season. So we were getting reported that it was going to be 1.2 million. I think that's the media hyping that contract up. It was around 800K. Apparently, it could be even less than that. It could be around the 670 to 870K mark. Uh, but either way, big money contract there for Stephen Crichton getting to play for a side that looks to be on the up going into this season and potentially into 2024 as well if they sign Mitch Moses, which I don't think is very likely. I think he'll re-sign with the Eels in the coming days if he hasn't already. I've recorded this podcast uh, a few days prior to obviously the 1st of Feb, so if he's already signed, uh, I wouldn't really have a clue at this point. Um, But if he does sign within this time or after with the Bulldogs, it'd be very beneficial for them going Going into 2024, but as I said, I don't think he will. I think he'll stay with the Parramatta Reels. Uh, I do not see him going um, to the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. As I said, if he does, be massive for them, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Now they've signed Dylan Brown, I've sort of had my mind changed a few times about this one, um, but I'm pretty confident with this salary cap adjusted. If that gets sorted out too by the first of Feb, uh, when this podcast will come out then I think Parramatta will re-sign him but if they get Mitch Moses the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs by some shock horror miracle um, it'd be really really good for them Steven Crichton Mitch Moses Viliami Kikia Tavita Pangai Junior Reed Marnie they've got a pretty stacked team you add Matt Burton you add Jake Avarillo to that list as well some pretty big stars Bronch and Sherry comes in in 2024 as well if he's anything like he was before he was banned for obviously the steroid use uh, if he's anything like that with Without the steroids, it is going to be a really, really dangerous side going into 2024. But this season, especially excited to see some of the younger guys as well come through. Hayes Perham, uh, obviously got a guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Came from Union, Gerald Secton, I think his name is. He's a centre as well, going to be competing for that centre spot left open uh, by Aaron Shop, who's obviously gone off to the Gold Coast Titans. You've also got Paul Alamotti there who can work for that jersey, but you've also got a young guy by the name of Franklin Pele in the forwards, who I think will work his way into this side by the end of the year. They're going to have a really, really strong bench. The predicted side that I put out had Tevita Pangai Jr., and Franklin Pele coming off the bench. That is absolutely insane. This side is stacked and I can't wait to see how they go. Uh, this season is going to be very exciting to see how the Bulldogs go. Looking into the future though, looking into 2024, if they get Moses, if they get Crichton, I think they'll definitely go on to potentially get close to winning a comp. To be honest, I think they'll be in the finals somewhere um, this season. I think they'll get between 6th and 8th spot. Uh, That could be me hyping them up a little bit. They could get around that 10th spot. But I think they'll be definitely in the race for finals. I've got them in my top 8 in the 8th spot. I think they'll be fighting with the Raiders for that spot. It'll be a pretty neck-and-neck battle between those two sides. But I think that the Bulldogs will get it. They will get into the finals. uh, And that'll be really exciting this season. Having a final series in 2021 going on into the following year, potentially getting Moses and Stephen Crichton in the same building, plus all the other stars mentioned before. I mean, it is pretty exciting times for this Bulldogs franchise. You look at the more likely option here, you look at if they don't get Mitch Moses. As I said, I think Mitch Moses will re-sign with Parramatta. They keep Carl Flanagan a really strong halfback. They've got rid of uh, Brandon Wakem already. He's off contract. He won't even have a contract for this year, so I don't know where he's going to end up. Probably the Dolphins just before the season starts is my bet, but I'm not too sure on that. Uh, but Brandon Wakeham's out of this side. They don't have too much depth in the halves, I don't think. They've got a young guy that played for Lebanon. I can't. His name escapes me, but a really young guy that played for Lebanon. Um he's a fullback and a halfback as well so they could always go to him but I think that they've got a really good halfback in Kyle Flanagan who goes well in good size we've seen it with the Sharks we've also seen it with the Roosters he had James Sidesco Joseph Manu plenty of stars in that side plenty of stars your Luke Kearys your Jared Warrior Hargreaves your Victor Radleys the list goes on and the amount of stars in that side for the Roosters Uh, he went really well in that side because he was very very similar to Cooper Cronk you will remember He came in the year after Cooper Cronk left There was a lot of pressure on him to perform A lot of pressure Because as I said Cooper Crunk retires, and then this guy comes in. People were expecting the Roosters to be just as dominant with Kyle Flanagan. They pretty much were. He was really, really good for them. Uh, then he goes to the Bulldogs the first year. They didn't have the best side back then. They had some, a pretty decent side, but they just needed to figure some things out in the spine. They didn't have everything figured out like they somewhat do now going into this season. Um And he struggled. He really did. He was taken in and out of the side very quickly when things didn't go well, which for me was pretty harsh on him. That's why they were towards the bottom of the ladder that year because they kept chopping and changing the spine. And I've said it a million times on this podcast, if you chop and change the spine too much in your side, uh, it's going to be very hard for you to win games, very hard for you to win games because the spine takes time uh, to get used to each other. You can't keep chopping and changing spines willy-nilly every single week because it just does not work. Now, I believe they should keep Kyle Flanagan in the number seven jersey throughout the entirety of the season. Do not chop and change this side. Keep it how it is. You have Kyle Flanagan in the seven. You have Matt Burton in the six, and that is a pretty decent halves pairing for this side. Uh, I think the guru said it the other day on the Bloke in the Bar podcast. They've got so much talent in this side. They've got to have to give somewhere, and I believe that's at halfback. And to be honest, they're not giving too much. This guy's been under Cooper Cronk at the Sydney Roosters, learnt a lot of things off him. He's been in a really good system there. He was also at the Sharks when Chad Townsend was still there. Chad Townsend being a very experienced halfback would have learned a lot off him as well. He's definitely not your razzle-dazzle halfback, and that's okay. That is okay in this side. You've got a lot of razzle-dazzle. He plays a very, very quiet game, which actually frees up Matt Burton to do what Matt Burton does. He's very Cooper Cronk, Carl Flanagan, very Cooper Cronk in the sense that He's a really solid defender. Uh, he gets through his work. He gets the little things done. Uh, and he frees up the guys around him like your Matt Burtons, like your Josh O'Kars, like the centers they're going to have in this side this season. Viliami Kick hours the list goes on and on. He frees up all of those guys to do their job. He's the more calm and composed halfback in this side. Now, I'm not comparing him to Cooper Cronk. I'm not saying this guy is Cooper Cronk. This guy is one of the best halfbacks in the game. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying the temperament into which he plays is very Cooper Cronk. He plays with a Cooper Cronk temperament, but by no stretch am I saying that he is Cooper Cronk. He has the temperament of Cooper Cronk, but he isn't Cooper Cronk and having that temperament in this side is going to be very, very helpful for this team. It's a very, very decent halves pairing for me, and if they gel for one more year, it's going to be a perfect halves pairing for years to come. They need to gel together this season. That's what this season is about. Before they get more stars into this side than they already have, they need to gel the spine. That is Avrilo at 1, that is Reid Miney at 9, that is Matt Burton at 6, and that is Kyle Flanagan at 7 for me. That is the spine that I need to go with going into this year, and it is a very successful one. Now, I've gone on about the Bulldogs enough. We're going to talk about Stephen Crichton because obviously it is said that he will play fullback for this side going into 2024. I love it. He's a great fullback. He's been great when he's filled in there before for the Bulldogs, but I look at this side on paper, I just look at this side and I go, I would much rather Keep Avarillo at fullback and I'd move Stephen Crichton into the centers. That would be a really, really stacked team, a really stacked team there. Uh, You could obviously vice versa that and have Stephen Crichton at one and Jake Avarillo in the centers. But I think Jake Avarillo needs to roam the field. He's a footballer and a very talented footballer and he's done really well at fullback. And when he has been at fullback, Jake Avarillo, the side has gone really well. And I think if they're going to keep Jake Avarillo at fullback for the entirety of this season, For 2023, he's going to be the fullback moving forward because the side really does go so well when he's there. And Stephen Crichton, from what I've seen from him for the Penrith Panthers, he's been at fullback for a few games for them. And I think I much prefer him in the centres than I do at fullback. That's just my opinion. Obviously, it's the plan to put him at fullback going on into the 2024 season. But personally, my own opinion. I would rather him in the centers and Jake Averillo in the fullback jersey. Let me know what you guys think in my DMs. I'm more than happy to have a conversation in my DMs. I love talking to the fans in the comment section to post as well. Wherever you want to have a discussion, I love talking rugby leagues. so make sure you hit me up and let me know your thoughts on this signing. Should Stephen Crichton play at center or at fullback going into 2024? <laughs>